Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and uh, I am joined today by three lovely folks, but before we get to them, I'm going to talk to you guys a little bit about uh, our sponsor today, TechWeld USA. Uh, TechWeld USA made in, uh, or USA made in a world filled uh, with worry regarding overseas products. They offer many USA made products to help separate themselves from the promotional pack. Hand sanitizers due to coronavirus outbreak. Uh, this is something that is uh, trending worldwide. The CDC recommends sanitizers and washing, uh, and washing hands to help prevent the spread of the disease. They've, uh, they have many hand sanitizers, uh, SKUs that could help combat the spread of the virus. The FDA compliance, uh, they're FDA compliant on their products in a, in a time of uncertainty knowledge, uh, that a product is FDA compliant is the key to allowing customers to feel at ease when placing an order. Custom packaging at TechWeld, they like to uh, create new every day. Their custom packaging division is a great example of this. Each box takes on a life of its own and they can work uh, to meet your custom specifications regarding packaging as well. Uh, their CP101, uh, I'm sorry, SCP101, SCP200, and SCP201 plus microfiber equals the perfect combination screen, lens, cleaner, and microfiber cloth. When considering their SCP-200, 201, or SCP-101, a great product to couple with that would be a microfiber cloth. They have SKUs, uh, they have many SKUs for microfiber cloths on their website, and uh, sunglasses as well, like winners of the Distributor Choice Award for sunglasses. TechWeld won the 2019 Distributor Choice Award in the sunglass category. Many SKUs are FDA certified and offer UVA and UVB protection. They've also got cannabis products, including their new leaf line. Uh, they've recently launched their cannabis line of products and they would love word of mouth uh, marketing to help promote the line. Uh, come kit around with us. Uh, a little pun on words there. Innovative uh, uh, to push kits. Uh, they have eight different stock packaging for their kits, EVA bag, PVC tent pouch, PVC tube, organza bag, pillow pouch, BTL 202 30 ounce tumbler and a retro lunchbox. Many uh, or not many players in the industry are focusing too heavily on kits, which allow them to hone in on how to market these products and expand upon the already vast kit line that they have. Full color process lunchboxes, whether, uh, uh, whether it's a decal imprint or a full color imprint, TechWeld's tech full color capabilities on their lunchboxes definitely set them apart from the pack. Visit www.techweld.com now to see full color, uh, uh, full color capabilities on their lunchboxes. Acrylic awards, custom acrylic pieces, awards, phone stands, keychains, etc. Both stock and custom, their acrylic line focuses on different kinds of items, like the promotion or like the items mentioned in uh, in these talking points. Produced uh, at different sizes and with great quality for the awards, it would be a great piece to promote incentive programs and promote professionalism at a reasonable cost. Visit TechWeld.com. So. Thank you guys for joining us on today's Thanks. industry insight. Absolutely. <laughs> so listen, the whole podcast. <laughs> listen, we will. Uh, we're going to kick it to Taylor Borst. If you guys haven't noticed, we're joined today by special guest Taylor Borst with American Solutions for Business, and we're here to talk a little bit today about. Sp- 
Spark. Uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of Spark by now, but Taylor, before we kick it off, why don't you uh, just, you know, sort of give everybody the update on who Taylor Borst is, what you've been doing, how the coronavirus has affected your world, and, uh, you know, just a three to four minute rundown of yourself and what's going on. And we mute sure. you after two minutes. Yeah, you're cut <laughs> off. Am I going to get like closing music like at the Oscars? <laughs> closing no. time. No, Bobby LaHue is just slowly going to come into the picture. A big, big hook <laughs> comes out you and grabs is. you. By the way, <laughs> Stephen and Meg are eating into your two to three minutes. So yeah. you're, you've now got like a minute and a half. All right. Yeah, one time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dang. Well, you guys, first off, thank you so much for having me on. This is so fun. You guys have done a great job in just keeping the industry updated on what's going on. Um, so I actually in May, I just celebrated my um, five-year anniversary with American Solutions for Business. So congratulations. Um, yes, they are my first, uh, they're my first company that I've ever worked for actually out of college. So um, I, I did uh, just start working for American right after I, I graduated. Um, so, you know, they've been extremely good to me. I feel like I've gotten to grow so much throughout each role that I've kind of um, moved up through the company. And so um, learned a lot, um, especially in these last four months. This is like the ultimate crash course. Um, I, I was joking around um, with our, our president like a couple weeks ago and I'm like, I'm kind of just like talking about, oh my gosh, like I've never actually gone through um, like an or like a economic issue when I have been in my actual career. So like I, I was, you know, still in high school during 08. Like I, you know, I didn't experience that. So I feel like I'm learning so much with this and a big role of mine. I feel like I, I no longer do my traditional day job, which I think everybody on this call, everybody listening can probably identify with for sure. So I've been spending the last three or four months kind of revetting our vendor network um, to make sure that they're honoring terms, they're not, you know, going rogue, making sure that we have responsible supply chain for our sales associates, because we do have about 650 salespeople all over the country that we have to make sure that, you know, they are, um, they're stable, that they're not using all of these rogue options. Um, on top of that, I've been trying to, you know, keep content in front of our salespeople because we do have a lot of people in the industry who maybe have more downtime than they've ever had before. So this is an excellent time to reinvest in yourself, to learn about our, our vendors and our, um, you know, our customers and, and all the good ideas that are out there in the industry. So I do a daily video in our closed environment for our sales associates. So every day I feature a new idea, a new vendor, um, just to get that out into the world um, a little bit. So, you got um, you got plugged the uh, the other week about that actually was it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did because uh, we can't imagine how much work goes in on the back end of that daily. Yeah, and you know they're content. they're like they're like three to seven minute videos, oh and so you know it's 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 a short window of time, but yeah, there is a little bit of planning, and there has to be a conversation with each vendor, and I have to get samples in, so it, it is kind of a process. Um, and then on top of that, I have been doing um, two, two weekly webinars now. And so I'll partner with different vendors. Um, and then we, we talk about one specifically about PPE and the medical supplies industry specifically. So I feel like I've learned so much about medical and about PPE. And I think everyone can identify with that and be like, if I... If I have to talk about a mask or a hand sanitizer or a gown one more time, I am going to jump off a cliff. Like, <laughs> like it is kind of crazy that that's our life now, but it's also kind of 
exciting and we might need this information down the road too. So like in Jeopardy, if we ever get called into Jeopardy and they need to know how much ethanol is supposed to be in hand sanitizer, we'll know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, for sure. It's good good trivia. <laughs> Yeah, it it has it has been a bit crazy, uh, you know, with with the madness on you know just a few PPE products, um, but you know to your point, it has been actually really thrilling as well. Like if you've been in the game at all, um, it has actually been quite the ride, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, I will say, look, I would much rather be on the road traveling and doing the normal promotional product stuff, but uh, it, it's been you know. I guess the silver lining, so to speak, it's, it's helped uh, sort of keep everything together, which has been good. So um, Stephen McFadden with perfect promotions and more. Why don't you say hello to everybody? Say what's up. Hello. What's up? Awesome. That's exactly <laughs> what I told you to say. Good job. Good listener. <laughs> Meg Herber with SNS activewear. How are well, you? I'm doing fine. Good. On Glad to hear great it. Great day today. Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> Warm. It does look sunny there. That's, yeah. that's good. That's very good. And uh, so Taylor, like I said, we're, we're here to talk about Spark. And uh, so give us the rundown because I know with all of the events that PPAI has had to sort of either postpone or cancel, uh, Spark was sort of a casualty of that, but not entirely. Uh, there's something exciting coming up uh, this month later, uh, actually in just a couple weeks. And uh, so why don't you give us the rundown on that and sort of what happened and that whole process, if you will. Definitely. So as you can see, I am repping my Spark apparel <laughs> from our in-person event last year. And I think we're, we also have like a cool opportunity here because I'm, so I'm on the work group for Spark, but we have Steven, who is the current chair of the Spark group, uh, of the Spark work group. And then Jeff, who was the OG chair on the Spark work group. So this is kind yeah. of a cool, you know, we, we can talk about our, our, experiences and kind of what we um, are, are seeing moving forward. But we love you, um, Meg. It's okay. I used to be the only one in the industry. It's cool. I'm fine. It's Meg, fine. we got to get well, you Well, when in. Taylor <laughs> said she was still in high school in 2008 and the uh, economic downturn happened, like I, I was starting to feel the way that you're feeling. So yeah. I get you. I'm, I'm right okay. there with you, Meg. I'm not, right. I'm not too far behind you. <laughs> I think I've actually phased out of Spark. I don't know if that's... Yeah. You know. So no, you're always welcome. We're not cutting anybody off. Um, but anyway, you know, as Jeff mentioned, we are certainly in a weird position where a lot of events that, you know, we kind of almost took for granted now looking back at it, um, yeah. a lot of these are, are being canceled. And so, you know, to protect everyone, um, we are doing a virtual event. So that's a really exciting opportunity here. So it is on um, July 16th. And the great news is that it is actually free to all PPE members. So, I mean, this PPAI. is kind of... <laughs> You got PPE that? on the brain. It's P Oh, did I say... <laughs> it's okay. I'm a member in, of in PPE. In today's climate, in today's climate, it's forgivable. All members of PPE. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the catch, Stephen. But yes. That's okay, awesome. So... <laughs> you can tell I have, like, scars from this. Uh, <laughs> So PPAI, they are waiving that fee. So now more than ever, Spark is so accessible to everyone in the industry who's interested. I know, you know, sometimes it's, it's tough to either get your young professionals there to find that room in the budget. So now, I mean, this is the time. It's, it's a one-day event. There's going to be a lot of networking and education and just time to collaborate and meet other 
young professionals in the promotional product industry. Um, you know, the reason why I initially got so involved in Spark is because of the networking aspect. And, you know, it's just so attractive to be able to, to find that group of peers in the industry because we do have an incredibly connected industry and it can feel really intimidating to be coming in from the outside. It, it feels like it's this, you know, closed club. But I think what you realize when you start to meet more and more people that everyone is so receptive and, you know, we're full of people, people, you know, everybody yeah. in the industry, especially if you're involved in any sort of sales or relationship management, people tend to be very open and collaborative and, you know, warm and they want to meet you too. Um, so, so it's just been a great experience. And then just working on the, the work group too, and having a little more say in how we structure things to kind of lead the way when it comes to, um, you know, breaking the ice and getting things moving and just making sure that everybody is, is involved. Very cool. So Stephen, from your standpoint as the chair this year of the work mm -hmm. group, what, what is sort of your take on how everything went down? Yeah. So, um, I think I'd be remiss if I didn't give people a quick overview on what exactly Spark is. Yeah, uh, do for that. Those that yeah. don't know. Um, <clears throat> so essentially there, there's a couple different groups that PPAI has um, designed specifically to connect people in certain different demographics or groups. Obviously there's a women's leadership group uh, and Spark is another uh, organization uh, or collection of individuals that PPAI has rallied together through Spark. And Spark is um, designed for the younger in the industry, not necessarily inexperienced in the industry, targeted between 19 and 35 uh, is, the, is the range. And you know, obviously that's not firm, but it's, it's, a, pretty good, it's a pretty good range of, of what we have. And we have every year, at, uh, or we have a conference every year in person. We also have uh, uh, social events and community events that we do in Vegas every year. And really the pillars for Spark were um, networking, education, and community. And so we'd always try to do a community event, a give back event. Um, networking, as Taylor mentioned, is a, is a strong focus because whether you're two years in the industry, two weeks in the industry, or 10 years in the industry, you're gonna have questions that pop up that are specifically related to just being young and being new in the industry. And, and a lot of people didn't know where to go you know, in order or who to talk to. So that was the, the, the origin of Spark. Um, it, it, and it's been an awesome experience. I know for myself, I've been to every group and, and jet or every conference and it has evolved. Um, this year, to speak to what you were saying, Jeff, um, I, I don't mind being fully transparent with, with kind of how things went down uh, because I think the, the end result is, has been really great, but the, the initial news of Spark being canceled was was a surprise to all. You know, I I don't think anyone really had um, any advance notice on what was going down. Um, even us as the work group and, and the committee, we were we were a little surprised by the decision, but we understood the decision. Um, we just didn't know what it meant. You know, like we didn't know where the conference was going to happen. We didn't know if it was just going to be something we do in Vegas, and we didn't know if there was going to be a virtual component. It was all up in the air. I will say that I, I spoke with Paul right after the decision was made. He, he, you know, he called, called me and I was like, what is this number? You know, <laughs> so I was uh -oh. like, I, Nine, seven, probably, two. <laughs> I was like, I should probably pick it up. And, uh, <laughs> and I did, and we had an awesome conversation and it was just saying, Hey, you know, here's, here's what's gone down. Here's, 
why we're having to do what we have to do. We have to look big picture here. And, and I got it. And we, I think all of us as a work group understood um, the position of PPAI. And we just, we're now using this as an opportunity to try to do something different. Uh, maybe add this as a component moving forward. And, you know, as PPI has had such a strong push to make education free, this being an education and a networking platform, this year's conference moving completely digit, uh, virtual is also a free conference. Um, so I, I can, I can go a little bit more into what this year's conference looks like, but I'm happy to pause. Yeah, let's, let's pause. We'll come, we'll come back and to that. Breathe. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll come back to that. Let you gather thoughts for a minute. <laughs> that was really good breath. information though, Stephen, because you know, I'm not that much older than you guys, but um, when I was first in this industry in the early 2000s, I didn't even know about regional associations or if there even were any. So we didn't really have that mentorship or that evil, even playing field, maybe I want to call it. And I kind of had to like guess and, and check and kind of live by mistakes or learn by your mistakes and, and networking. It was like kind of like a free for all. So I feel like with things more organized like this, it's only going to give this new younger generation that's coming into this industry, the benefit of the doubt. They're going to get that, that an even playing field with people. I think the networking education are such huge, points in this industry like it's this relationship industry you buy from mm. who you trust from who you like and you know people that are my age and older <laughs> we've been here for a while so we all know each other you know and then you guys are coming in it, I'm sure it does feel a little intimidating coming in and seeing all these people that already know each other and you're kind of like the kid in the corner at the party who just got invited but you really want to be friends with everybody so I get that and I, I think this is really cool I wish they had something like this when I was well, I think that, I think there's a big uh, a big sort of initiative for PPAI too to sort of look at the future of the industry first and foremost, and then mm -hmm. you know, how like how are we bringing more young people and more diverse people into the industry, and uh, that was always sort of a, a lightning rod for me. Like when I first got involved with Spark, was that you know look this is because it was always such a shock. Like you go to a lot of like industry events, and you know let's face it, it's mainly a lot of old white dudes yeah. and um you know so hopefully nobody gets offended by that because it's not meant to be offensive at all but you know we're not a very diverse industry uh you know whether that's uh by by gender or by color by whatever and so uh spark was really cool because you know it was an opportunity for a lot of young professionals in our industry to sort of create a sense of community amongst ourselves and yeah. i'll be honest with you like watching it from from the, the its inception to where it is now uh, it's amazing like the second year that we did spark in vegas that you talked about steven like the first year there was a, a decent turnout i think we had like 50 or 60 people there probably uh and then the second year there was like we capped it at 100 and we had like a, a super long waiting list of people uh wow. beyond the 100 and i think we actually opened it up to like 125 folks and there was still like a lot of other people that couldn't get in and people that were trying to figure out you know how to get in or didn't know about it so you know, the thing has grown so crazily and it, there's been a lot of really great bonds created from the young professionals in the industry. And I think that sense of community sort of helps keep people in the industry. And mm -hmm. that was always sort of part of the problem is that I think there's a lot of young professionals getting into the industry, but necessarily not staying there uh, or they're taking on different roles. Like I know as a salesperson for a supplier now, I go into a lot of distributor offices and there's a ton of young people working in, in these, in these uh, companies and these distributorships, but they're not in your traditional sales roles. They're in, you know, customer service or art and graphics or marketing or social media.
media or whatever it might be. And uh, so they're not necessarily, you're, they're not getting out and, and sort of integrated into the, into the networking of the industry that you see typically, you know, whether it's on the regional level or whatever. And so that's one of the reasons why I got involved because I thought there was such a huge potential there to sort of really create that community for the young people. And uh, I was really proud to be the inaugural chair for Spark. Um, you know, Seth Barnett did a phenomenal job at, at sort of creating Spark and, and, and that vision for that. Uh, and it's been passed on, you know, PPI has carried it on, uh, you know, beyond Seth and it's been phenomenal. Uh, you know, I know there's been a little bit of a rough patch, you know, as I mentioned in, in previous conversations about Spark, but it sounds like things have gotten a lot better. Uh, and I, I'm excited. I'm actually, I am signed up for the, uh, the conference that uh, Meg posted the link for in on the Permacorner Facebook page. Uh, in the comments section, um, it's, uh, you know, I I'm signed up for that event. I'm excited to go. And, I'm signing uh, up as soon as we're off of here, for sure. I want to I awesome. see what I'm missing out on. Absolutely. Well, well, Jeff, you mentioned a good point. And, you know, all these events, even trade shows, are very limited to the types of people that go, right? You know, most of it is sales um, with, a, you know, with an occasional, you know, customer service support person that attends these events. That That's not what Spark is, right? So Spark is really that demographic for anybody you know we really want to get connected to you know to the art and graphics people to the back office support folks because we want to show them like the opportunity within the industry the people in the industry and just to get connected to one another and you know over the past couple of years i mean i've met some amazing people i've actually had the opportunity to even mentor some of them through you know going back to last week's conversation so it's so cool like in how how you can expand the industry when, when you can get connected. Um, and, you know, you did bring up another good point too with, you know, the diversity in the industry and, you know, the longevity in the industry. And we've talked about this a little bit and, you know, I really think it starts at, you know, most people don't know about the industry, right? So it has to go, we have to even start younger than the people that are in Spark and, you know, when they're in school, you know, letting people know about the industry, letting people know it's a career path opportunity and that's really how we're going to drive a lot of change. And I think yeah. there's some something to this type of an event where you're young in your careers or, you know, life, and you can learn about this and learn about all the options and opportunities. Um, and then to break it down a little bit further, I was going to mention this earlier, but, you know, with the amount of people that go, it's been split 50% and 50% supplier distributors, almost, almost right in half every year. And then under three years and over three years of industry experience, again, 50%. So you get a good mix of people mm -hmm. coming from both sides of the industry, from both levels of experience. Um, and we've actually have dived, uh, kind of divided that out into a spark and ignite type of a program to get specific education that relates to your level in the industry and to get paired up with one another. And also talking about last week, you know, possibly working with the PK mentorship group and pointing people in that direction as well. So, yeah. yeah. Very cool. So Taylor, Stephen brought up a good point. I know you may have mentioned this and I apologize if I, if I didn't hear you, but it's one of my favorite questions to always ask somebody is like, how, how did you figure out or find out about the industry and how did you become, you know, come into the industry, if that makes sense? <laughs> uh, purely by accident. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of our Everybody. dividing line. It's like you're either born into this industry or yep. you stumble and yeah. fall into it. And yeah. I, I mean, I I think it's kind of funny how we're, we're almost having this conversation about how, how can we engage younger people? How can we 
pull people into this industry and how can we connect with them early, early on. But I think that it's just as important to talk about the the importance of really how do you network upstream as well. So, you know, we're creating this base of young professionals in the industry who are connected to each other, who are learning about each other um, and, and creating that community. But I think that what's so important is how can we then connect to the next level of professionals? How can we um, connect to the people who have been in this industry for a really long time? Um, because I think that there is kind of a stepping stone together where if we can connect with the people who are at kind of our peer level, it's going to help elevate our entire career moving forward. And then we're going to have that peer group to move up with us too. So is that sort of in line with the mentorship that you're talking about? Or are you talking about like opening Spark up to other so I think it goes, Age yeah, I think it goes a little more to networking, but also if I meet somebody at another, like, let's say I meet a supplier and they might be kind of at my level in the career, they might connect me to their boss or their boss's boss. And that helps build my network, even one to two steps beyond just going to spark and, you know, you know, the marketing person at this company meets the marketing person at another company, and that's great. But really, you know, people don't realize how exponential some of that indirect networking can really grow to. Well, and, and I mean, you're talking about different companies working together. I mean, there's so much good stuff that comes out of collaboration in our industry as well. Like everybody's so, you know, close knit or tight to the chest with a lot of stuff uh, that they're doing. And, and I think we're, where people have sort of let go of that and started to collaborate amongst each other. Great things are happening. I mean, you look at promo standards, for instance, as, as being a sort of an example of that, you know, I mean, look at how many different competitors, both on the supplier and distributor side, that are joint together in that, in that incentive to sort of, you know, create something better for our industry. And there's a lot of other examples like that that are happening. So I think that's, I'd like to see more of that, to be honest with you. Um, so it takes good leadership to run things like that. Like with, with promo standards, you've got what, John Norris, uh, Del Denham, who else am I missing? A couple of people. Uh, is it Eric, Eric from hit Eric something? I forgot not know his last name. Well, there's a lot of good leadership and I, and I, and same with spark. I mean, you have you guys, you three, which I would love, you know what I mean? Like it takes like-minded individuals that come together with same goals, you know, or similar goals and they want to just make this industry somewhere that they can. So I'm going to put it this way during COVID. Okay. You know, when your gyms closed down, but you still paid them so that they would be there when you uh, come out of this, it's kind of like that. That's kind of like spark. <laughs> you put some time and effort into it so it's still here you know there you go fair enough so uh taylor you're getting a lot of love on facebook uh I'll just put that Aww. out there yeah and, uh, and then of course brandon peckerich uh, chimes in and says spark is dope because it gives people uh, or gives a voice to people uh that that might think that they haven't been around long enough to really have a voice and uh, i couldn't couldn't agree uh anymore with that well so. and i think beyond that it, it's a level of confidence right it's you know, it's being able to feel confident when you're sitting in a meeting with people who are clearly way above the level in their career than you are and having the confidence to speak up if you don't agree with something or giving your perspective um, and just kind of um, being able to put yourself out there. And I think what I kind of struggled with maybe early on was that I... I often felt embarrassed if I didn't know the answer to something and I, that kind of was a big confidence hit for me. I, I had a hard time just like admitting it to myself, to the people in the room. Um, but you kind of have to just get over that entire idea and just 
know that it's okay to ask questions. Actually asking questions makes you a stronger leader no matter what. I mean, it's, it's really learning how to listen and then trust what your gut tells you because I think a lot of the time young professionals are guilty of downplaying what their skill level is and downplaying what value they're bringing to the table too. And so, I mean, that's another just excellent thing that I think Spark and other, you know, organizations in the industry really do give to young professionals. For sure. So Meg, before we sort of wrap up, I want to ask you a question um, from, from the outside, because I know you haven't really been involved in any of the Spark uh, stuff, even though you could have been. Um, <laughs> You could have been. No, I'm not throwing shade at her at all. I'm saying like, you know, Spark's been around now, what, three or four years, you know, you, 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 you're not aged out. Like you could have, uh, you know, you could have done some conferences or something like that. But, uh, you know, from, from that perspective, I just want to see sort of what your knowledge of Spark is and what maybe you would like to see from Spark or, you know, is it, do you have any, any comments in, in regards to the no, I, I'm just, like I said, I, maybe I didn't, I don't even think I knew about Spark until this year, to be honest right. with you. And I would love to have been part of it. I mean, you guys look like when I say you're having fun, it's, you're having fun, but you're learning, you're bringing a community together to collaborate. And I am like, I'm, I'm just, like I said, I'm jealous that we didn't have something like that in my uh, early years on in the industry. And I think by almost grooming and kind of like coming into this, I think that we're just going to have a really awesome industry when everyone else starts, you know, replacing the old timers and <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think a lot of collaboration. I think it's great networking, education, just keep, keep doing it. I just wish I, I had known about it when I was younger or it was available when I was younger. Yeah. Well, I'll blame you for not volunteering in the regional community beyond where you volunteered. <laughs> Dagny, NCBA, that's, so no. yeah, so no, te technically that's kind of where it started just so you know, L LDW, um, I don't know. I don't know the year now, but it was at LDW, sort of when the work I group see that was kind of formed. formed. Yeah, and, uh, and the following year was like the first year that we sort of took it on. So um, that's and you know, like like anything, it takes a while to get the word out, and I think it's been put out there now for several years, and I think a lot of people are becoming familiar with what Spark yep. is. And it's an amazing uh, opportunity if you ever when if you guys are doing it again in 2021, I highly recommend it. Just from the feedback from you guys and everyone that's gone. And you guys having a wait list, having that many people that want to be part of that community is just amazing. Yeah. I'm interested to see how PPA handles that, you know, for, for Steven and Taylor, both being on the work group, like how, how you guys will handle the increase in demand uh, at some level or at some point. And I know you sort of talked Ignite and how maybe separating that. And I know Jody sort of talked about Spark 2.0 type of deal uh, as, as sort of something that might be on the chalkboard, but. Um, yeah, not, not to get too much into the weeds there, but. Part of our limitations were based on our venue spaces, um, and you know we. I know PBA. I had a, a contract, I believe, with Omni, if I'm not mistaken, um, and that's no longer, I believe. I think that ran out. So I think future years um, we can open it up to potential, uh, you know, new types of venue spaces. I don't know if that will help us with the capacity, but I know that was a, a factor for the last couple of years. Mm. But. Yeah. So Amelia chimed in and said, "Meg." She's still older than you. <laughs> and look at how cute you look today. Oh. Love the rap. <laughs> and then uh, Charity, Charity chimed in, a special guest from, from not that long ago on the Industry Insider. And she said that she'd love to see more Spark participants leading education sessions on yes. how established companies can benefit from implementing, implementing fresh ideas. Very much needed. And I would agree. 
Uh, so with that being said, any other closing arguments or comments from any of you guys, or should we go ahead and, uh, you know, read this ad from tech world one more time and five more minutes. I would, uh, I would like to just give a, maybe a 30 second overview of what this year will look like. If, you, yeah, if let's, anyone's interested. So, yeah. um, you know, it, July 16th, 10 to 5 PM all online. Oh geez. What happened? Jeff? Uh, Charity chimed in again. She says, uh, Meg, you and her can lead the too old for spark, too young for carts <laughs> rollover group. Yeah. <laughs> I best, love the slogan and the I want the t-shirt. I need to figure out what that acronym is. Cause that'd be great. <laughs> all right. Sorry to interrupt. The, no, no, you're fine. So yeah. So this year's conference is focused around innovation. Uh, Joe, um, we've got a special guest, Julie Maddox, who will be leading a lot of the, the content. Uh, there's an innovation bootcamp in the beginning. One of the things that you'll do if you register is we'll actually send you some stuff ahead of time for you to fill out like survey questions. There's actually a short video to watch as well. And then we're going to do uh, not only this innovation um, piece of it that Julia will lead. Um, then we go into a break, but then we do the discussion. We'll actually be able to break out people into individual groups as well. So when we do split for Spark and Ignite, we can pair people um, in different Zoom rooms with different folks so everyone can have a voice and talk about different things. We'll also still have a roundtable type of discussion where the work group leaders will lead like different topics of conversation where we can put people into different rooms and everyone can talk about them. Um, we're going to do a pestle analysis to kind of go over the industry trends and things like that. Um, of course, there's going to be a happy hour and some games involved with all that. But that's in a nutshell. We're going to still, not only is it going to be you know, we talked about this in the very beginning. If it's supposed to be, we're supposed to be an innovative modern group, we can't not have the conference, you know, and then not also make it innovative. So, yeah, gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we're going to try to do some things. And so it's not going to be 50 people's faces on a computer screen the whole day. You're going to be jumping around. There's going to be activities involved. We're going to have fun and there'll still be breaks involved. So you can get your work stuff done in the middle of the day there as well. But uh, that's, that's the conference in a nutshell. And yeah, cool. we hope to see you there. So Sounds like I'm a lot excited of fun. about it. Yeah. I think it'll be great. Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Awesome Thanks, to guys. have you today. Absolutely. Super Absolutely. Fun. But listen, guys, we got to talk about Tech World one more time, okay? All awesome. right. Because Tech World's got some USA made uh, in the uh, made in a world full uh, uh, filled with worry and regarding overseas products. Uh, they offer many USA made products to help separate themselves from the promotional pack. They've got hand sanitizers, and due to the coronavirus outbreak, uh, it's something that's definitely trending worldwide. Uh, as as Taylor mentioned, we're all in the PPE association now. And uh, listen, the CDC recommends sanitizer and washing hands and, you know, social distancing and all that good stuff. And TechWeld's got uh, plenty of hand sanitizer SKUs that could help combat the spread. FDA compliant, uh, listen, they've got FDA compliant products all over the place. In a time of uncertainty, knowledge that, uh, that a product is FDA compliant uh, is key in allowing customers to feel at ease when placing your orders. And they've got custom packaging at TechWeld as well. They like to create new every day. Uh, their custom packaging division is a great example of that. And each box takes on a life, it's a life of its own. And uh, they can work to meet your custom specifications regarding packaging as well. Um, they've got, uh, they were the winner of the distributor choice awards for sunglasses. TechWeld won the 2019 distributor choice awards in the sunglasses category. And many of the SKUs for the sunglasses are also FDA approved and offer UVA and UVB protection. Uh, they've got cannabis products. So if you're looking at, uh, at that, I'm sure that's still a booming industry and they've got, uh, you know, their new leaf line. Uh, they have recently launched their cannabis line of products and would love word of mouth marketing to help promote the line. 
uh, come kit around with them. Uh, and, and, and it's an initiative to help uh, push kits. And they've got eight different stock packaging for their kits, EVA bag, PVC tent pouch, PVC tube, organza bag, pillow pouch, BTL, 202 30-ounce tumbler, and a retro lunchbox. Uh, not many players in the industry are focused too heavily on kits, which allows them to hone in on how uh, to market these products and expand upon the already vast kit line that they have. Full color process lunchboxes, whether it's a, uh, a decal imprint or a full color imprint tech welds, full color capabilities on their lunchboxes definitely set them apart from the pack. Visit www.techweld.com now to see their full color capabilities on their lunchboxes and acrylic awards, custom acrylic pieces, awards, phone stands, keychains, etc. Uh, both stock and custom. Their acrylic line focuses on different kinds of items uh, like the items mentioned in the talking points. Produced at different sizes and with great quality. For the awards, it could be a great piece to promote incentive programs to promote professionalism at a reasonable cost. Visit techweld.com. And uh, with that being said and, and done, uh, guys, thank you so much for being here. Taylor, thank you for joining us today. Uh, it's definitely great to, to, to see you again and look forward to seeing you at Spark. Uh, Meg, thank you for being here. You know. <laughs> Steven. <laughs> Steven, thank you for being here. It's always good You're to see welcome. you guys. It's, it's like always a, good it's, to see it's you guys. It's a highlight of the week. Yeah. I love you guys very much. And uh, Taylor, thanks for joining this week. And hopefully, uh, hopefully you had fun. I did. This is great. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Absolutely. Well, guys, take care, and we'll see you again next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.